Over the last two decades, I've been in an insatiable quest to learn everything I can about leadership. What makes the best leaders so good? After running companies small and large over the last 20 years, today, I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo. I'm your host, and I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this very topic and what makes the best leader so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Laredo, your host. Great to be back with you again today. Today is about leading yourself, and this also will tie into how you lead other people, and it's about overcoming fear. And recently, wow, I had a real scary, frightful experience that I brought on myself. Um, I was out in Hawaii with my kiddos, as many of you know, and we did something out there, my son and I, that just absolutely was terrifying. Uh, we got, if you've been out to Hawaii, you know there's unbelievable waterfalls all over the place. And you're driving and you take a little hike and you go into this waterfall and you see it and you can jump in and swim at the base of the waterfall. So we did that a few different times, which was a blast. And we noticed on one of them, this couple of teenagers climbing up the side of this kind of waterfall and taking this trail up all the way to the top uh, next to the waterfall and, and jumping off. And I'm like, wow. And Nick right away is like, let's do that. And I'm thinking, Oh yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, so we end up, (laughs) Nick gets up there first and, um, I'm watching him and I'm, I'm still in the water. So I'm at the base of the waterfall. I'm watching him up there. And, um, this waterfall, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not 50 feet or 100 feet. This thing's probably, I'm going to say 25 feet. It's really not enormously high. But when you're up there, 25 feet at the top of a waterfall, it feels like it's 50 or 100 feet. So for those of you who have jumped off a high distance, you know that 10 feet feels like 20 or 30 feet. Well, 25 feet feels like 50 or 75 feet at least. So it is really high. But from the base, I'm looking up at him and he's standing on the side and he's he's not going for the longest time and he's scared and everything like that. And I get it. Believe me, I get it. And I'm watching him and he he finally musters up the courage to do it. He jumps off. It's successful and super happy. He's like, all right, dad, your turn. I'm thinking, oh man, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I don't even know if I can, that's going to climb the side of a waterfall. What you so I end up uh, getting, you know, going with it and start climbing the side of this waterfall and climbing and taking the trail up. And you've got to go to the top end of one, one side and then cross the stream or whatnot, a river that's filling up the waterfall and uh, go to the other side and this and that. I finally get over there and I get toward the end, toward this edge, toward this cliff. And I am terrified. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I am terrified. I am looking over this thing. And first of all, as I'm up there, and even when I was down at the base, I, I realized that I saw that there's a lot of jagged rocks. Like this is not, you know, diving off of a platform or or a, a diving board. This is natural man-made and you've got all these jagged rocks. And I'm thinking, okay, so you really need to push yourself. You need to jump out. You can't just fall down because you run the risk of like dropping on these rocks. I mean, literally. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that'd be one heck of a story, huh? Um, and and so 
I'm standing up there. I got to tell you, I, I'm just, I'm getting nervous thinking about it right now as I'm reenacting this story, but it was terrifying. I mean, terrifying. And I, to the point where physically my legs were shaking, like I get my, my, and I just felt weak. Like I'm envisioning, okay, there was this, and it's part of it is slippery up there. It's wet. So you, and you don't have anything to hold on to either. It's not like you can hold on to a tree branch as you stand on the edge. You have nothing to keep your balance and if you lost your footing and slipped, I mean, honestly, you, you'd crash against the side of the wall. I mean, you've got jagged rocks out there. I mean, it would be really bad. So part of this, this was dangerous. Probably not something I should have been doing at all. But I'm watching and I'm, I'm sitting there and now this crowd is down below and everybody's forming and they're starting to, you know, come on, man, jump, jump. I'm thinking, come on, I don't. I don't need this. You know what? I, I'm I'm thinking, okay, maybe I just turn around and and just forget the whole thing and whatever. You know, who needs to cliff dive, cliff jump? I wasn't gonna dive. No way, just gonna jump. I mean, no, I'm just that's I just wanted to safely make it into the water. Um, so bottom line is I get, you know, I'm up there, I'm hearing all these I'm just thinking, I don't think I can do this. I think I literally need to walk back down. And as I'm really contemplating that, do I walk back down and just forget this whole thing? This little girl, probably, I'm going to say eight, maybe nine years old, comes up behind me and is waiting there. And I turn around and look at her. I said, are, are you, are you going to jump off this? She said, yeah. I said, you are? Okay, well, here you go. You're my guest. Be my guest. You, you, you go. Uh, she walks right up to the edge without hesitation and jumps off. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding? How does this little eight, nine-year-old girl muster up the courage? I mean, fearless, fearless. There was no hesitation at all. She looked at it as exciting, as fun. I'm like, are you kidding me? So anyways, I'm like, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. I step back up to that edge. Now I've got everybody chanting, you know, cheering and looking and, you know, come on, jump. Nick's down below telling me to jump. Now I've got more confidence because I just saw this little girl do it safely. And I will tell you, had I not seen that, I don't know if I could have done it, but something in my mind was like, okay, if she did it, I can do it. And I just took the leap and jumped and I am here survived to tell the story on a podcast. But what's interesting, a couple things. One is I realized at that moment, how important if I was by myself, like, you know, or Nick, I don't, I, I don't think I would have done it, honestly. So how important is that support that you have around you to do something scary? Oh my gosh, it is so much easier. It's not, it's not, not that you don't have the fear, but it allows you to overcome the fear and manage it. It doesn't eliminate it, but it helps you to do the things that you need to to overcome the fear. Now, what's interesting is we then went on and did it again. We went to another one and did it again. And and the next time was significantly easier. Literally, I walked right to the edge and jumped right off. There was no hesitation. The other one, it took me probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes at least of standing up there. The next time was so much easier. It wasn't that it wasn't scary, but I could manage my fear that much better. So there were a couple of takeaways. One is, you know, when you think about, and we've all done that, like you're scared of a roller coaster and you see an eight, nine-year-old kid go on. You're like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. That's part of it, right? You surround yourself with people that will help you do the scary stuff. And just think about this. If you continue to do scary stuff, those scary things do no, no longer scare you. They're not scary anymore. And your comfort zone is expanding. 
But a big part of this, if we fight the fight ourselves and we're just, I'm going up and climbing a rock cliff by myself, or even with somebody who, you know, uh, might, uh, might not necessarily be overcoming the fear more than I am. If I'm just fighting that fight myself, then it's it's a harder battle to fight, right? But if I surround myself with people, you know, Nick who's cheering me on, this girl who does it, who demonstrates how easy it is, people around that are cheering me on, and I jumped in and there's like this applause and yay, I'm like, you know, it felt great. And it was significantly easier to do it again. And had we been able to, we would have done it again and again and again and again. And then it would have been like nothing, right? So again, it just reminded me how important it is to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Do things that scare you, but don't do it just by yourself. Grab the people around you who are going to support you and help you do it and manage that fear and help you get over that first hump. Because once you do it once, it's going to be a lot easier. If public speaking scares you, let me tell you, and I've been there big time, just get in front of a smaller group. Start with five people. Do a toast at a party or something. Get out of your comfort zone. Do something small that still scares you. And the next time it'll scare you a little bit less and then a little bit less. And then it's like, okay, let me speak in front of 20 people. Then let me speak in front of 50 people. Then actually let me speak for a longer period of time. It's little steps that get it easier and easier. My guess is that I've been able to start with a cliff that wasn't 25 feet, that was five feet and then do eight feet and then do 12 feet and then do 15, then do 20 then do 25, it would have been, getting up to 25 would have been really easy because it's small steps. So I didn't have that option, but had I done that, that would have been another easy way to overcome it. So don't think about this 25-foot cliff that is the only thing I go from zero to that. Look for maybe a smaller step. There's all different kinds of ways that can help you manage your fear. Again, you can't eliminate fear, but you can manage through it. You can manage your ability to handle it. And when you do that, Wow, that's just such a confidence booster, right? We were high-fiving. Nick and I were super pumped. It was exciting. We faced a fear. We overcame it. Our whole day, we were like high on life right after that. It was amazing. So get yourself feeling like that. Think about doing one thing that scares you this week or today. Make a phone call that scares you to somebody who intimidates you, whatever it is. The stuff in your world that's on your chicken list. Right, People that you're afraid to talk to or call, decisions you're afraid to make, things, adventures you're afraid to do, uh, financial decisions you're afraid to make, whatever it is, do something that scares you. And I promise you, your comfort level will expand. Your comfort zone will expand. And that's part of growth. That's part of what makes you better, you better leader yourself, and you a better leader of other people. So hope this helped. Fun story. Cool accomplishment. More than happy to tell you more about it. If, uh, if you want. But uh, in the meantime, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Let me know how your day's going. Let me know how leadership is going for you. And go down below, give a five-star review, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.